Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome back. Uh, to, to me, uh, we've taken quite a big break actually, uh, but uh, there's some things to work on, and of course, the transfer window hasn't been as exciting uh, recently. But you know, things when when it rains it pours, as they say, and I think it's real, uh, really interesting day today. So much happened, and uh, yeah, we're here to cover that. So uh, we've got uh, Kania joining me as well. Kania, welcome on the show once again. Thank you, Rui. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been it's been it's finally been some news. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's like one of those transfer days, isn't it? It's almost like uh, FIFA when you play FIFA. It's like one. Oh, can this happen? Happen? Uh, but it's been like that. It's been a bit like that. So uh, we'll go through it, uh, and uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see how far we get in because there's a lot to talk about. Lots of hijacks. I feel like an airplane. Well, maybe not a good joke to make, but uh, yeah, it almost feels yeah. There's like a bunch of hijacks. That, that the word that has been used, hijack. But we'll start off with some breaking news. Um, Sven Botman. Uh, has been confirmed uh, to go to Newcastle. I mean, that was something that we knew was going to happen, but that deal has now been confirmed. So it's a good signing for uh, for uh, Newcastle. Can you? I mean, they probably needed a centre-back. and then They've signed Nick Pope. Now they've got Sven Botman as well in. Probably two good deals. Absolutely. And then they've been they've been after him for some time. Like it's, it's Steve, you know, uh, uh, Sven Botman was kind of on their list last, even in January, there were rumours that they were they were looking at him in January as well. But then I think it just took them longer than they expected. They couldn't get him in January, and then finally getting them through. Um, of course, you know they, they have a they have a set partnership Newcastle at the at the back. But then um, I guess it's just kind of keeping um, players on the toes and you know getting a new signing just to kind of uh, freshen the pack up. And that's how you know, and that's what's expected. We didn't, you know, we were all kind of wanted, like, wanted expect or expected Newcastle to go crazy and just like spend millions and uh, just on every player and every and every position, just kind of get everybody. But then they've been very sensible about it, and you know, uh, and you know, going slowly and getting slowly building up, um, and also knowing who who would who could fit into their kind of uh, style of play. Uh, in the upcoming season, um, so yeah, it, I think it, it it works well. The deal is, um, you know, uh, till twenty twenty seven, thirty seven million um, euros confirmed from, and yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's it's a good signing. That's yeah, a decent deal for for a Dutch international player. I think uh, is a is a definitely something uh, good. Um, and of course, another deal that's also been confirmed: Takumi Minamino. He moves on to. Uh, uh, from Liverpool, he's moving to Monaco. I mean, you know, it was a weird deal that happened. I mean, I guess they took the opportunity. It was an eight million pound release clause or something at that time, and so they took it. They they took advantage of it. Never looked like he settled, but I mean, that that's the that's the advantage of doing a cheap deal because even if they don't work out, you can still sell them for a profit as they have done here. They sold them for fifteen point five million. Um, just trying to figure this. What I suppose that euros or was that pound? I think that's euros. Yeah, fifteen million euros. That's the deal. So again, uh, something that's in Liverpool are uh, losing a couple of attackers there. They've lost Origi as well. They've got Mane as well. So looks like there's a bit of change happening there uh, in terms of uh, maybe a bit of restructuring the attack, probably. 
Yeah, but obviously they they need it to considering you know the players that they've let go as well, like Mane leaving and uh, also the signings that they made, uh, Nunes coming in and uh, Luis Diaz in January. So they already knew that they would be the players that they 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 were players that they need to, to kind of get uh, will get going because the game time was already kind of for Origi, like for example, it was very limited. Of course, you know he was pretty critical for them in the. Um, uh, whenever he played, but then you know it was just like those moments that he would play for, um, and even Minamino, he came back from Southampton expecting that he will start almost every game, but then you know they signed Luis Diaz, who was just kind of fit right in, um, and was giving Firmino a run for his money. Now the only player who's happy about everything that's happening around him is Firmino, <laughs> so that's a that that's a that. But then for, for I think for for Liverpool also to kind of shed some weight on, around. Uh, top um, uh, the the attacking half. That's a good thing and also allows more um, more youth to come in maybe. It also is kind of opening up space for, I think it's all kind of also opening up space for, for Salah uh, to kind of the deal he wants in a way and so on so because they're not, the, the way structure needs to still be maintained and uh, I think that they're, they're, they're trying hard to keep, because of course now Mane leaving and Minamino and Odik leaving it's it's a lot of more. It's it's basically Liverpool have said to Salah that okay, we're doing this all, and now you 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 have the writing on the wall. So just sign with what we have, so that you know you know we can talk add-ons and so on and benefits. But then Minamino could could never kind of I feel settle. He felt I never saw him feeling settled in the in that Liverpool uh, shirt after coming back from Southampton because he had a good season at Southampton, you know. Um, uh, but I guess just the fact that he couldn't get game time and, you know, he's going, he's not going, in, I would say Monaco is not a bad place to be because, you know, they're always around the Champions League spots and, you know, you, you always at least have them in the uh, round of 16. Um, so that's kind of a good um, uh, experience. It also depends on what, what how he kind of um, uh, plays in that, in that Monaco uh, side. And Monaco has kind of, of course, uh, the whole, um, you know, the 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 management is really smart there. They kind of buy people, players for cheap and then kind of get them to thrive at a very different level, and then sell them for much more. Um, you know, case in point, a lot of players like Falcao, you know, Mbappe is the biggest one. But then, uh, so that's kind of uh, maybe Minamino is not the next Mbappe, yeah. but then he, he he still gets them the money. So yeah, well, Martial Tillemans as well. So less there. Um, it's a good place to go. Pan Monaco, of course, is a fantastic place to play. Uh, so all the best to, to, to Minamino as well in his new journey. I'm sure Liverpool fans will wish him all the best uh, as he moves on and we'll see how well he does uh, going forward. Uh, we're going to get to we'll ramp this up a little bit. Uh, so we'll talk about Gabriel Jesus as well. So the fee has been agreed, of course. Uh, I think he had his medicals today. So I yeah. think that deal will soon be officially announced. Not officially announced yet, but I think it will be done soon. Uh, 45 million pounds plus uh, add-ons is, is what is being reported. Um, so you never know the real fees because they always uh, uh, end up being undisclosed. But yeah. um, 45 million pounds, um, yeah, you think that's a good deal uh, for, for a player? But there was a stat that he's never scored more than 14 Premier League goals in a season. I'm sure he scored 20 probably with all competitions included. But 45 million pounds for him, you think it's a, it's a good deal for Arsenal? I think Arsenal needed somebody like they've been. I think it's it, it. I think they needed a striker. So I don't think if it's a good deal or if it's a bad deal, they need somebody because clearly the pressure on Lacazette and then in Katia and you know and the the, the Martinelli um, and just and they're not they're not all out strikers like minus Lacazette. He's like the number nine and now 
but then with with uh, Gabriel Jesus coming in, he he allows them to kind of um, flourish and have more striking capabilities because they've almost looked um, they've scored goals, but they haven't scored goals from the wings. You don't score, you don't, you've not seen them score goals from the center or uh, you know like a striker's goal um, uh, for a long time. Um, and that it, it's you know I think the valuation it's more about like. Um, you know, you see, you know, even you know, you you're trying to see who they're signing as well. So Phillips as well from Leeds, but on the same deal. So I think they're doing a one-on-one, one-to-one in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I think that that deal was also around forty-five million uh, pounds. Um, so so I think that's what they're kind of trying to maintain the same balance sheet rather than kind of losing uh, too much money because you don't really know what the numbers with the Holland deal is actually. It can't be sixty million. Uh, that's just kind of whitewash and I can't I, yeah I can't believe that that's going to it, it could be five times more than that but then over five years but then they still need um, um but but um, Gable Jesus kind of he he knew his time was up at City for a long time like even I think Sterling also knows that his time is up with Haaland now coming in and Pep would have kind of like they know Pep Pep loves young talent he likes to kind of work with people who he can hone and you know he feels that because well, I feel that if he let Sane go, um, then comparing to comparing them to him, them to uh, uh, Sterling and Jesus would be would be foolish in my mind because Sane was like the best I've ever seen under Pep, and then you know, but then uh, so yeah, I think it, um, I think it's a good deal for Arsenal. Uh, it shows again the backing that um, the management in Arsenal has with uh, with Arteta, so they believe in his plan. They they kind of backing up with the players. Um, they had a good. They, I would say, I think they they have had a, they've, they've signed. They've only signed. Uh, they've signed one more, right? If I'm they they signed the Beleha or what's his name? Fabio 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 Beleha. Exactly. So they've signed. So they've made two signings. So that's a. So I think for but for Gabriel, it's a good thing as well. Like Arsenal is kind of coming up. Um, uh, they're, they're trying to be in the Champions League spots. You know, of course, he's going to miss that. But then, um. It's it's still kind of a it's good for Arsenal. Like he can he he can kind of cement that number nine and you know the goal threat that they need because he's a good player. It's not you know let let's be honest, he's not a bad player. Um, but then you know he with City he had so many finesse and you know class world class players around him that he just looked very mediocre if he couldn't you know tap the ball in the goal and stuff and so on. So you know it's much easier for Arsenal to kind of you know, or for uh, Jesus to. Um, get going in Arsenal and a good signing with Arteta he knows them so what do you think what, what, what do you think about this Arteta now finally kind of getting his signings do you think it's a good thing uh, yeah, interesting one um, he's a good player I think he's a much better than player than what a lot of people say that he is uh, is he worth 45 million pounds I mean again it's relative stuff isn't it if I say well is he yeah. not then somebody would probably point out about Harry Maguire or, or Jaden Sancho I'm pretty sure somebody will come up with that because you know that that's how the stick is to be. So um, I think it's I think it's uh, it's a decent deal. I think it's I would have probably tried forty maybe million. What's five million pounds for a club like Arsenal? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, like, yeah. So yeah, probably, but probably on the upper end, on the on the lower end of being overpriced. So not too overpriced. But you know, I mean, that's that's. I mean, if City need the money, then that's the way they go. So um, yeah. I suppose it's a good deal. The question is, will he be able to excel at Arsenal? I think he can. I think he can. I think playing regularly, especially playing as a striker regularly, because I think Pep had this habit of always pushing him around in different positions. Um, whereas if he has a settled position and a settled role, if he knows he's going to play as a striker for, for whatever the season or whenever, or however long he's at Arsenal, 
um, then I think he will probably be better. So, and he's still got a lot of good years ahead of him. So, yeah, I think it's a good deal for us. I think they need a striker, and they've got someone who's Premier League proven. So, hopefully, he can he can score Arsenal on. Um, and well, I mean, to be fair, that, that's a, that's a good piece of news for Arsenal because now we get into the hijack. So, it's been a chaotic day. Uh, and the reason it's been chaotic is Arsenal have been negotiating for Rafinha for a long time. Uh, Barcelona was were also negotiating with with, uh, with Rafinha with Leeds. And then suddenly, in walk Chelsea, it's almost like, you know how you, uh, and I, I name it, it's like you go into the convenience store, but it's also like sometimes you go into an auction and you go, you see a code and there's like two people there, you know, they, oh, should I buy it? Can I get it for 100? Can I get it for 90? And then somebody goes, I'll take it for 120. Pack it up. And then it just comes in, walks and goes out. It's, it's almost a like that with Chelsea is getting Rafinha. Um, the deal has just come out of nowhere for Chelsea. Um, are you surprised at the pace of the deal? That was the, 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 the striking feature for me was the pace of the deal. It just came in and they just did it very quickly. That was that did that take you by shock or, or? No, I think this is expected. Like with uh, with Marina leaving as well. Like I think they've just been kind of dealing. I think with Czech also leaving now. There is a lot of restructuring happening right now with the uh, with Chelsea football club. Um, so I think they're still waiting or pending uh, final approval from the parliament to get this deal through. But then I think the, the underwriters are, and they all. I think they already know that they will get this through. You know, in a week or two. So I think they or they have been allowed uh, with because they've made a bid and you know it's it it ha, it makes all the checks um, that the parliament um, uh, expected um, in Britain to kind of give give this deal a go ahead. So I think they already are confident. So it was pretty clear that like, the owner himself is kind of uh, leading this with um, um, with these deals. So it's it's I'm not I'm not surprised with that um, um, in in a way, uh, but I'm I'm. I'm kind of surprised with how slow, um, yeah, how slow has Arsenal been on this? Because they had this, I think that they they had good contact, and you know, you know, there's a lot of you know Barcelona. I, I was very sure that there's no way that they're going to get Rafinha. We're given the flair play. Maybe if De Jong kind of leaves, and maybe they they can then. But then. Leeds won't ask, won't, won't, won't lower their deal as well, right? They, they because they just sold um, Calvin Phillips to uh, City for 45. So they'll be like, if I'm able to sell Calvin Phillips for 45, I might need 85. So that's what their deal is, right? They're asking for 65 to 75 for Rafinha. Um, but then Chelsea has been like, with, with Bowie kind of being leading the pack. I think that's, that the pace is now, now the intention, Chelsea has always been there. So like, that's, that's what Fabrizio Romano even said that, don't count Chelsea out ever, like because they're 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 like they have a situation that they're dealing with internally with the whole management kind of changing. But then it's not that they're kind of out. Like Tuchel is not being listened to. Like Tuchel is now has much more to kind of offer, right? Like he has much more say in you know and you know in club management in a way, maybe. Um, and, and that's what they're that that's what's showing. Like if if they see that there is a gap and an opening to kind of uh, again hijack the deal why wouldn't they and but then with but i don't think they're even hijacking any deals here because arsenal didn't make a bid they just had a verbal check uh which was then rejected by elites uh, immediately so they didn't even send up an official bid to uh leads for rafinha yet and barca is like has has had an agreement with uh rafinha since like like forever <laughs> I would say with we always agree personal terms, so it's never exactly because it was Deco. Deco is his uh, his agent, and Deco has been the Barca legend. So, and he's their recruitment guy and or the the scout in Brazil. So you know there is no denying that you know it was. But then it's kind of also the fact that it shows that there is 
the deal is never done. The transfer market is very kind of uh, open and, you know, it, it's not done till it's done and uh, anything can happen. But what, what, what I'm really interested is the fact that how does this affect the buyout and what happens when, you know, because like there's a deadline, there's a, there's a transfer deadline, right? So they need to get the approval for the buy. Totally for, like, the takeover has already been approved. I don't think there's much left on, on that side. I think. But it's not made think, official. So. Yeah, I, I think the point, I think the only thing left on that side probably is some checks and balances, but I think they've been allowed to make signings. I don't, I think there was a deadline that Chelsea had to meet where the sale, basically, there was a point where the sale, where Abramovich's ownership had to come to an end, which I think it has. Um, so now it's just a matter of Boldy taking over. But I think that that will happen. I, I don't think that's something that's significant or serious. So um, I, I don't think it's going to affect them in terms of transfers. I think what was holding them back was the fact that they had to get rid of a lot of the people behind the scenes, like yeah. Buck and Marina. Those guys had to be, you know, escorted out the door. And so they did that. And now they're, I think, saying, okay, well, now we've got that sorted. So let's get the signings in. I think that's where they are right now. Um, is what I'm thinking. But you know, it's still it's 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 a good showing of intent. What does what does this mean for Raheem Sterling? Though? I think that's that's an interesting question because he's been linked with Chelsea um, as well. Uh, and there's another deal that's also happening, which is of course might impact that. But do you think they will try to? Like, I mean, at the moment, it, the price is varying. Some say that it's going to be 65 million pounds. Some say it's 35 million pounds. I don't know which one is correct. Uh, but uh, which what do you think his price tag would be or should be uh, in a market like this for Chelsea to pay? I think I think he's I think it'll be pretty similar to Gabriel Jesus in my mind. So forty-five or something. That's kind of yeah. But again, they're like, is he like? I would say Chelsea would 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 be happy enough to pay uh, for Sterling because he gives them he gives them like they've, they're yeah of course they've offloaded Lukaku in some sense. Um, and I'm very sure that Boli uh, will be like, I don't need to deal with that ever again. Um, uh, and Sterling has been very consistent, so he's never kind of spoken like the, the players that are in touch with the, or they're talking to have never kind of spoken like openly about moving to different clubs. I think which is now a bigger problem for Chelsea than anybody else because they made a big signing which didn't work out with Lukaku. Uh, so I feel it's it's more like they they wouldn't mind playing forty five. I would say to for Sterling. Um, and then kind of adding 65 for um, Rafinha. So I would say around 110 to 100 to 120 would be their million, would be their budget to get, because these two players allow them to kind of, but I'm also kind of, I, I don't think they're still done because I think they still need a center back with Rudiger kind of. This as well, yeah. Um, yeah, I think 35, you know what, is, is, I was thinking, well, 65 is way too high for someone of like Sterling Scali, but I don't think it's a 65 million pound player. If, if, if City can get 65 million pounds, then they should knight, they, their, uh, their negotiator should be knighted, whoever that is. Um, but no, I, I, I think 35, 35 sounds right in a certain way. If Sterling was in English, I think his price would be 35, but because he's English, I think um, you probably command a little bit more. 45 sounds right. I think I think 45 sounds right. Just because we're comparing it to Gabriel Jesus, I think 45 yeah. sounds right. Um, yeah, that's about where I think he will be. Because I, I think Jesus had a better season than Sterling last season. I might be wrong. Yeah. But I, thought, I thought he was more visible. At least in, in many ways, I think he was better. But uh, City fans can probably disagree with me. And let me know if you thought Sterling was better. Happy to be happy, happy to have an alternate opinion. But I think, I think 45 sounds about right. Uh, but, oh, but I'm sure Chelsea will try to drive it down further if they can. And maybe this Rafinha deal gives them that leverage to do that, to say, well, you know what, we've got Rafinha already, so we don't really need to buy Sterling unless we get a good deal. So that's something there. But speaking of defenders, so there's another one that's come up is Delict. Matthias Delict is, is one of the players that now been linked. Jules Kunde is another one. 
but Kande apparently has his heart set on Barcelona. Uh, but Barcelona, of course, don't have the money. Uh, they have people have their money. Barcelona have everyone's heart, but they don't have any money. Um, but but the thing is, they're looking at the lick now. The lick. Uh, the thing is, so it is said that it'll probably be between twenty-five and thirty million euros, not pounds, euros. Uh, but the, the player that they want to give as well is they also want to add Timo Werner or Christian Pulisic in that deal. So there is another forward that might be offloaded. Um, is, is, would, you, would you rather try to go for Kante or would you rather try to go for Delay? Assuming that they can still convince Kante to come, would you go for Delay or would you go for Kante um, if you were the Chelsea person? I think it's it's. I think I would stick with Delay in a way because his uh, you know in in a, in a because he's been more like. They couldn't close Kunde. Chelsea couldn't close Kunde for some time. They, they've tried. They've tried a couple of seasons. That was the last season they tried. They tried. They tried the January window as well again, talking about it. That didn't work. So they they they've kind of burned their waters. I would say all kind of they they they've done what they can best on that on that front. Um, of course, it's it's not. It's never say never. Like and tomorrow Kunde can be announced as a Chelsea player. Uh, but then I feel that it's more easier to, when you go with a fresh um, view towards the new player. It's much easier to kind of showcase a player that who is who said no to you. You know, well, we're signing somebody else. Then. Yeah. So this also shows intent that we're not kind of stuck on you, which was kind of I think almost like Chelsea was like every every transfer window. Do we get Kunde? Will we get? Like Tuchel was like obsessed with him in a way that he was like I want him at any cost. And but then you know he would just not budge in that and. You know, and of course, you know, Price Kunde has his own. Yeah, yeah and, I think and, and, it's easier. The the delict deal is easier to do because selector, the instruments are okay to take a forward, so they pay less of a player they want to offer. Yeah. Okay. Um, between Kunde and delict, I would go for Kunde because I just feel delict is overrated. Um, that's just what I feel. I think he was brought in specifically to you know overthrow um Chiellini and and Bonucci. Basically, he was supposed to be you know the replacement for one of them. He couldn't. I don't think he ever he's ever replaced them. I don't think he's been able to replace them. I know he's played over them and gave them. I don't think he's ever really effectively replaced them. So that's something um, that goes against him. Maybe maybe the Premier League might be more suited to his style. He's definitely got leadership capability. Maybe maybe you know, certain players do better in certain leagues, so maybe he'll do better here. Um, I just feel he's a bit overrated. But that being said, I think the lit is better than Pau Torres. So I think if the, if the choice was, I think the third choice was probably Pau Torres. So I think definitely you'd rather go for the lit than Pau Torres. So... Um, whether sadly Pau Torres, I don't know. Uh, maybe Barcelona might look at him uh, as an option, as a cheaper option to Kunde. Maybe uh, that that might be something as well. Uh, Manchester United, I think that that trail has gone cold. I hope they don't get him. But uh, yeah, I think that trail has kind of gone cold there. But we'll keep an eye on that one as well, Pau Torres as well. Uh, and then, of course, being a hijacks, we continue. Uh, Real Malaysia. Now, that's another one. And this is surprising, even more surprising than Chelsea. But not because of the speed, but because of the club. It's Manchester United. They don't do this sort of thing. Uh, but you know what? I'm actually more excited for this one than for he who shall not be named until the end because I'll talk about him at the end. Um, but I'm actually more excited for this one because uh, one, it's a very good deal that they've done. They've actually kind of done something that you know proper football clubs do, which you don't expect from Manchester United. Uh, secondly, it's a very reasonable deal at Real say It's 15 million euros plus add-ons, so it was I think 15 plus three, so probably 18 million. Yeah. Not too bad. So about 15 million pounds probably. Um, it's a good deal. It's a left back. Maybe not a position that was a priority, but still a decent signing at a left back and a young player uh, with potential. So, talk um, so this one. What do you what do you think this deal means? One for 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 United and also for Luke Shaw. And Alex I think this. Yeah. I think this 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 deal shows intent to Frankie Dion 
I think that's the first topic that we want because he share she he shares the same agents uh, as Frankie Dion uh, Malasia and but then this this basically is to, to, trying to tell Tiran uh, Tiran Malasia as well that we're not and also Dion that we're not kind of just sitting down. We are here to build and we will and and this is how the proper football. I think Manchester United right now has been under a lot of scrutiny. Uh, and you know maybe it's just another PR stunt or just to kind of get things that oh we were there we went for a deal and it oh well did uh, I don't know he's not signed yet they've made a they've made a bid which is accepted uh, yeah the but bid, then they're some of the player now uh, personal yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean if they can't agree personal terms with Terrell last year then I think those guys should just quit their jobs I think at this point I think I can understand I can understand uh, the other guy um, but but if you cannot agree to personal terms with Terrell Malasia uh, then no. you know you really shouldn't be it's easier it's easier with Malasia as well because he's he's Dutch so it's uh, again ten hag so uh, it's much diff it's much easier to agree personal terms. but then I think it's it's a great deal it's 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 also it, of course for Luke Shaw and Alex Tellers it it shows that He's not, he basically, it's again, it's what Manchester United does, like with Alex Ferguson, they, they would get one player who will just kind of shake things up with everybody and then kind of everybody's next season is like playing at a very different level and you suddenly are like, oh, wow, where, 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 where did this player come from? Um, so I think he's just shaking the whole tree and uh, of course, you know, uh, Harry Maguire is, you know, we can't play three, three right backs or like three full wingers. We, we still have Harry Maguire to kind of deal with. Uh, with Manchester United, I think that's a separate problem, and you know, a discussion that we 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 want to we we won't get into right now. But then I think this deal is perfect. Um, uh, if, if if this gets signed, I think Frankie De Jong will not be that far away, yeah. um, uh, because I feel that a this shows intent, and this this is for this basically. I think, you know, I don't want to say that it's pressure. It's Eric, but it, I think it's Eric Ten Hag as well, kind of because the, you know, you there's a pattern here. He basically is going to players that he knows. He knows that they, you know, he can convince, and you know, he wants to play with. So there's clearly a pattern here where even the board, Manchester United board, is basically at least listening to him, and that's this is what it seems to me. Like they're not kind of just kind of giving up and be like, okay, we will not listen to you, and we will just kind of do what we want to do. And you know, like like they try to do with um, with Ragnik, and you know, uh, uh, I I don't know how much they did with Ole, but then yeah, for Ragnik, it of course, because he wanted with Van Hal, they've done that with yeah. Them. Target, so because he wanted Nunes and everybody, but then I think this is a perfect deal. Manchester United, if they, they if they get through him, um, of course Luke Shaw needs to, and Luke Shaw and Alex, but, but then that's the thing. They're still all look. They're all looking for deals. Like it's not that Manchester United has not told all the players almost. I was minus Cristiano Ronaldo that if you don't find anything, you know you you are open to find something. If you find a deal with somebody, your agents are open to work. Let their you let your agents work. Like you know, it's basically like right now agents are like no why should we work yeah. we're happy I mean, the, the obvious solution is Leon will, are obviously looking for a left back just offer Alex to listen to Leon somebody said that on Twitter by the way I think somewhere yeah just just offer yeah just be like yeah oh Leon sorry we hijacked your deal we're so sorry yeah why don't you buy Alex Sellers from us for the same price I think that'd be a good deal for actually that would be a good deal for Leon fifteen million euros for Alex Sellers I think is a pretty then good they but then we how much did we buy it from by Alex Sellers for I think eighteen million eighteen million euros or something that was not okay. two million plus add-ons if I'm not mistaken I think that was the deal that was done two years ago um, I know it was very cheap twenty it was very very yeah, it's, it, was it was less than twenty plus, that's what I remember yeah it was twelve million plus add-ons I don't know if it was twelve million pounds or twelve million euros but I think the total package was about eighteen million euros or pounds I can't. Okay. 
15 million euros. That could be. Yeah, you could take a deal. Yeah. You know, he's, he's two years old. He's almost 30 anyway. So yeah, just yeah, I, I would do that deal again. If I was in charge, I would, I would just talk to you and be like, yeah, you know, we, we screwed you over there. But you know what? Here you go. Here's someone else for you. And maybe tell us is interested. You get that. Um, you know, but anyway, now we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, and then that feeds into Frankie De Jong. You know, I was still going to mention him until the end, but then Frankie took his name. But anyway, Frankie De Jong. So I made a mistake. Actually, I actually thought this deal was the fee was agreed, but the fee has not been agreed yet. Uh, what has been agreed, uh, and we keep saying every day, a step closer, step closer. But I think this is like you know climbing up uh, Vishnu Devi. You know, for any Indian who knows, that's like climbing the steps of Vishnu Devi. I don't know how many more steps you got to go. Climb a hundred, and there's still four hundred to go every step. I don't know. Um, but so the thing is that the overall fee has been agreed. It's 85 million euros is the whole package. Um, it will be 65 million euros upfront plus 20 million euros add-ons. What is still left to be decided is how the add-ons are going to be structured. So that has not been done yet. Uh, and then, of course, personal terms are here to be agreed with De Jong as well. So those are the two parts of the remaining. So I thought it was actually agreed. So what has been agreed is the fee has been agreed, but they haven't accepted the official bid because there's still things on there. Uh, it's just a deal that just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and I'm over it at this point. Like I'm more excited for Malaysia just for that reason because if there's the speed of it, it's everything is quick. I think what De Jong is just going on. I mean. Um, What's the? I mean, obviously Barcelona need to get money in by June thirtieth. I think that is something that was that was mentioned. I know that they have pulled economic levers and all of those things, but I think the the plan was still to get it done by June thirtieth, so they can show it on their yeah. balance sheet. So, do you, are you still optimistic yeah. that this that, that a bid will be accepted by June thirtieth? Do you think, or do you think this will drag on into July? I think this will be done uh, very soon now. I would say because this is basically kind of the crack that United wanted. Um, because you know Barca is yeah Barca will kind of basically be like we have the money we don't you know they they play ball and but then United know they need the money so yeah and I think what's being discussed right now is how do they play the twenty how do they pay the twenty million like what do we, how does how does the breakup of the twenty million so they'll get sixty five million up front that allows but then they're like we we need twenty million now and then United saying no that's five years. Or that's like depending on how and you know if you, if you, maybe humans uh, you know the Champions League things Champions like that, League and qualification and stuff yeah. and yeah, yeah so they're kind of figuring that so that's kind of the that's kind of the silly part of it so I would say like this deal is almost through um, you know these are just kind of saying that you know you get more HRA or you know this allowance and so on that this is like basically when your yeah, when your salary is fixed so that's kind of the stupid things I was at the product saying I I'll I'll, I'll book my the hotel bills and stuff and so on as well to the company and so on but then yeah i feel this is but then i, I what barcelona needs to and what manchester United needs to do is basically close this like i i really would i would not be happy or interested to keep hearing about this deal and be not moving on it's basically like you've already taken dividends so basically if you're discussing add-ons and we're basically been discussing 20 million you've taken 11 million of dividends already so why are we negotiating add-ons when you didn't think once about signing players and stuff? And so I think we should just pay the money and just then get done with it. Like if you pay eighty-five million for for uh, for, for Harry Maguire, and that's not I don't think he's worth, yeah, I don't think he's worth eighty-five million upfront. I think sixty-five million for me. I mean, the twenty million, I guess, is add-ons. It's just deciding how they want to do it. So I'm sure they'll try to put in some easy ones and some hard ones. So I guess that's the haggling part, right? What are the easy ones and what are the hard ones? Yeah. Um, but just on the on the initial sixty-five though, um, do you think that's a good? Do you think that is a good deal for uh, for Manchester United for a player of, of that uh, of of Dilik's quality? What what do you think? Do you think it's a? Uh, I that, think it's about. I, I don't see the, the the thing is we're not we're not focusing on anybody. Like if we had if we were focusing on four players, 
four midfielders that we wanted. Like Bisuma, we lost Bisuma. Bisuma would have been perfect. If he got Bisuma over 35 million, we could have just spent yeah, we could have spent 35 for him and basically be like, this is what we want. That's it, done. But then, well, well, that, 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 I think Ten Hag wanted De Jong. I mean, exactly. Like, like, like but that's so. kind of, but that's kind of the thing, right? Like, but you want to trust your manager. You don't mm-hmm. want to break because, well, when I'm very sure when Bisuma was being discussed, like, the Manchester United would have had a chance to look at him, but then um, Ten Hag said no. And I'm like, I'm, I, I don't know how to play with him. I would like rather I have two players. I have Fred and McTominay. I want somebody who can create. I'm, I can't. I can't play with uh, Bruno Fernandez. Like in that sense, just kind of saying that yeah, I, I have two it, players I which I can't do anything with right now. And then you know I need somebody to kind of play around. And Bruno can be there. And I've lost Pogba. And you know, I, I, so it's it's pretty dirt. So I would say that it's, it's again. But is 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 sixty five? Is eighty five million upfront a problem? Is is have have you know Manchester United has done these deals which have not worked and which have worked. You know, Pogba was one of them. Is he's been a flop. Um, six years of nothing and absolutely nothing from him. But then, well, they justified it, right? So I would say that, you know, we're just taking too long for signing a good player who could be, who I don't know if he's the answer. I really don't know if he'll fit in, how he'll fit in. No, there's no guy. Where, there's no guy. Exactly. There's, Malassi, there's, exactly. That he will work as well. I mean, the good thing on Malaysia is that it's cheap. So even if he flops, you're not taking exactly. like the less as well. Um, and therefore, I feel if I'm United, I've got his goal is 65. Whatever, whatever communication goes, other side in the PR department, make sure you say 65 and not 85. Make sure you say 65 because that's what we want to focus on. So I think I think it's a good deal for 65. I think it's a steal. I think it's a steal for 65, to be honest. Um, and I don't mean to say that he's going to be a good player, that he's going to be a great player, that suddenly United are going to win the title. I just feel for a player of that quality, of that of that ilk, um, you know, at least he has got a good hype around him and he's got good... Uh, I mean, you, you said he was your player of the season for Barcelona as well. So yeah, someone was. like that, uh, to get him for 65 million, that, that's, a, that's a steal in some ways. And even if he doesn't work out, I think they could probably get a decent amount for him next season if they had to sell him, if they had to sell him. Um, but, you know, that, that's but I think it's a good deal. The problem with the deal is the timing. I think they've just spent way too long negotiating that. And I, and I don't know how much of it is their fault, how much of it is Barcelona. Uh, there's all talk right now that Barcelona don't want to do a deal before 30th June because they don't want to overpay for certain players. Uh, like Lewandowski, that they were Lewandowski or, or even Kunde for that matter, they might just Sevilla or Bayern might just go. Well, there you go. You got sixty-five million now. You know you got money, so you know here's how much we want. Yeah. So those kind of things also factor in. So it's not all entirely um, United's fault, I would say, but still, I mean, you know, they probably could have done this deal quicker, is, is what I feel. But anyway, uh, we'll see when this deal happens. I, I, I thought it was, I thought the fee was agreed, but it's not. So I mean, I, I really, if I had known that, I probably would not have brought it up during the show. But then uh, we'd already pre-discussed that we were going to talk about Dion. So. Uh, I didn't want to do that. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we've we really tried to narrow our focus to Premier League uh, deals right now because that's where the action is happening. I'm sure there's a lot happening in other places as well. Um, and we'll try to do that in a future show where we'll talk about some of the other clubs. But uh, let us know in the comment section what deals are you excited for. Give us your prediction over and under. When do you think uh, De Jong is going to be done? If, you know, we can do like a pool on what day it will be announced or at least what day it will be done. I think that'd be an interesting one if we had run that one. But uh, We'll see what happens with that one. Of course, it's the waiting game as well from last year. Um, on Chelsea's one as well, I think, I think we'll be interesting to see uh, whether they will push forward with that Delict deal and that Sterling deal now that they've got Rafinha, how quickly those can be done as well. So things will move. First uh, July is also the official new date for contract signings. So that's when free agents will be able to sign contracts. So you might get a few confirmations for free agents like Paul Pogba might, might know where he's officially joining Juventus. Um, that might, might come. I think the Pogmentary 
uh, you know, is something that uh, that that might be the reveal on first of of, of June is uh, July rather is when that's happening. So we'll keep an eye on that. So do remember to subscribe to our channel as well as follow us on Facebook. I know we're a bit uh, um, what do you call it? inconsistent with the with the videos. We'll try to be more consistent as we go forward. There's lots of things happening, so it's hard to do videos every time. But we'll try to be more consistent. Uh, but thank you so much, Kanae, for joining me. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Pleasure. Uh, let's 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 hope that before we when we do before we do our next video, we have signed some players. Well, let's hope the next video is a reaction to somebody. Exactly. Let's, let's, you know let's what? If something announced tonight, we might be back on, on the show or something. We'll see. I don't think it will happen, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching this one. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.